Hello, my little sugar cubes. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. If you are like who or what to do, what to restore and what to do. Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Welcome to the Fitness Manifest Podcast. I'm Coach Teresa, your virtual personal trainer, teaching you how your body works so you can reach and maintain your ideal health and fitness. Last episode, I teased some info on protein powder and amino acids, but there's so many other cool facts that this episode, I'm going to dive into some details that just didn't make the cut last time. Fun fact number one, there are three different concentrations of protein powders, protein concentrate, protein isolate, and protein hydrolysate. Protein concentrate is a protein powder which contains 60-80% to proteins and the rest is carbs and fats. Because of the balance of macros, this type of protein is a great idea for a meal replacement smoothie or a pre-slash-post-workout shake. Then there's protein isolate, which is more concentrated with 90-95% to protein. This is perfect for when you need a boost to hit your protein goal, like for example if you want to add it to your oatmeal. Concentrate is usually cheaper than isolate just because it contains less protein. Lastly, hydrolysate contains a form of protein that is most easily digested due to its processing, and it's best used by those recovering from sickness or that may have issues with absorption. Fun fact number two. Casein is a protein powder made from skim milk. It's a slower digesting protein powder than whey or egg because it actually turns into a gel when it hits stomach acid. But despite that, chicken, beef, turkey, and other animal proteins are still slower to digest than protein powder. Which is a good thing if you're on a weight loss journey. Slow digestion means that it'll keep you full for a while. Out of the three macronutrients, carbs, fats, and proteins, protein is the slowest to digest and the hardest to digest. Animal protein is so difficult to break down, your body will burn 80 to 100 calories just trying to digest it. Transitioning to amino acids, I talked about three last episode, valine, leucinine, and isoleucinine. But what about the other six essential amino acids? What do they all do? First, there's phenylalanine. It helps form epinephrine, norepinephrine, dopamine, and tyrosine, which is another amino acid. Epinephrine and norepinephrine are what make up your fight and flight response. And then dopamine is the star player of your reward center, motor control, memory, and learning. Phenylalanine is found in animal proteins, legumes, whole grains, nuts, seeds, soy, and aspartame. Second is threonine. It's part of collagen and elastin, which makes up your skin and connective tissue. Threonine also makes up part of your gastrointestinal mucus and serves as a signal to cells to help them fight bacteria. It may also play a role in the breakdown of fat cells, but this has only been shown in mice so far. Threonine is found in animal products, tofu, edamame, peas, squash, and pumpkin seeds. Third is tryptophan. It's a precursor to serotonin, a neurotransmitter that regulates appetite, sleep, and mood. When you have enough tryptophan, you have better sleep, relief from depression and anxiety, and strengthen pain tolerance. It's found in animal products, soy, pumpkin and sesame seeds, and tofu. Fourth is methionine. It starts the process of producing new proteins in your muscles after a workout. 
It's an antioxidant and may play a role in the detoxification of heavy metals. It's also necessary for tissue growth and absorption of zinc and selenium. Research has also shown that methionine feeds certain cancer cells. Therefore, switching to a plant-based diet may be beneficial in fighting cancer, but of course, always consult your physician. Fifth is histidine. It helps form and maintain the myelin sheath around the neurons in your brain, allowing you to think and remember well. Histidine stimulates gastric juice production in the stomach, increases the effectiveness of cancer drugs, and it produces histamine, a neurotransmitter involved in immune response, digestion, sexual function, and circadian rhythm. Six is lysine. It holds a major role in calcium absorption, protein synthesis, and production of growth hormone collagen and elastin. It helps transport fats across your cells so it can be transformed into energy, and it may even help reduce anxiety by blocking stress response receptors. And it's found in animal products, beans, soy, avocado, peppers, and nuts. Seventh is leucinine, a BCAA critical to protein synthesis and muscle repair in addition to regulating blood sugar levels, wound healing, and producing growth hormones. Eighth is isoleucinine, a BCAA that is involved in muscle metabolism by stopping the breakdown of muscles and promoting the building of it instead. It's theorized to help your immune system by jumpstarting host defense peptides and regulating innate and adaptive immunity. The immunity you're born with and the one you develop through exposure to bacteria in the world. It's also involved in hemoglobin production, detoxification of nitrogenous waste, and energy regulation. Ninth is valine, the last of the BCAAs, which stimulates muscle growth and regeneration, as well as energy production. And if you want more info on BCAAs, make sure to listen to episode 42. Lastly, there are conditional amino acids that are helpful when fighting cancer or when pregnant. There's arginine, cysteine, glutamine, thyrosine, glycine, ornithine, proline, and serine. But luckily, we can make these in our bodies. I might make a separate episode talking about the conditional amino acids during pregnancy, so keep an eye out for that. Thanks for joining me on this bonus episode, and if you have questions, DM me on Instagram at fitnessmanifest. Okay, bye! Side effects might include motivation, empowerment, giggles, enlightenment, inspiration. Boop, boop, boop.